Hello, welcome to Off Curve, I'm Wicked Good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone as I am driving to the supermarket. It is Sunday, July 25th, 2021, and uh, actually I lied, because I don't think we're talking about a lot of Hearthstone today. Um, well, we kind of are tangentially, but um, we're mostly talking about this Activision Blizzard lawsuit that... Um, that happened, that came out on Wednesday night. Um, if you haven't heard, I, I assume you probably have, and I'm not going to go through a blow-by-blow blow of the of the lawsuit. You can go to a lot of other places to get that. I'll link a couple of resources in the show notes um, just so that you have, you know, something to go research if this is the first time somehow that you're hearing about this. Um, because it's been basically like all of my Twitter for like the last three days for good reason. Um, what's happened is the California Department of Labor, I think it's Department of Labor, I, I, DFEH, I don't know what it stands for. Um, they brought a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard. Um, part of it is the, um, the pay discrepancy between men and women that we've kind of known about for a while. Um, and Part of it is a culture of um, sexual harassment and, and mistreatment of women and minorities that is shocking is, is underselling it. I, I guess I should say that if you're going to follow the links that I'm going to put in the show notes, um, all, I'm putting all the content warnings on that. I'll, I'll try to remember to put that on the show in the show notes as well. Like if you are, if any of this is going to affect you mentally, do not click those links. It, it, I can assure you whatever you think it is, it's that and it's worse. And it's, it's frankly been extremely embarrassing and disturbing to be a fan of any Blizzard property this week. And, you know, there's a, you know, we kind of, have gone through the, you know, the five stages of grief, grief with this thing, um, over the past few days, like, oh, well, it's Activision Blizzard, surely it's Activision, and it, it's not, it's not affecting Blizzard, no, it is, it 100% is, it's affecting Blizzard, it's on every team, well, maybe it's not on the Hearthstone team, it is, um, we've heard stories, a couple of stories that have come out over the past week that have indicated that it, in fact, is, has been happening on Team 5 as well. And, um, you know, as far as like what, you know, whether the things in the, in the lawsuit are as bad as the state of California makes it seem, there have been more people that I can count that have come out with, um, with stories that are corroborating, um, a number of things that are, that have happened in the, in the lawsuit. So I think that we kind of all need to, and it's, this is not all, you know, in the distant past and it's not all, um, and, and some of it is actually very recent. Um, so like, however bad, again, however bad you think it is, it's worse and it's troubling. It, it's, I, I don't, I don't use the phrase embarrassed to be a fan of a blizzard property lately. Um, it's really like I canceled my stream Thursday night and I've been basically spending all weekend 
trying to come to terms with how we go forward from here. Um, there have been a, a number of statements from Blizzard. The, a couple of them were, I'm just going to say gaslighting. Like, you know, saying that the think that the stories are, um, you know, out of context and um, not not nearly as as bad as the state of California is making it out to seem, which is completely contrary to the to the reports that have been coming out from a number of the current and former employees. Um, there was a statement from J. Allen Brack, who's the president of Blizzard, saying that you know he's been fighting against this bro culture for his entire career, juxtaposed against a video of him at with um, one of the alleged abusers at um, BlizzCon 2010 being asked a question about how if the the women in the game can be so, you know look like anything other than something out of Victoria's Secret model catalog and the, you know basically mocking her openly um, saying well what catalog would you like it to pull from maybe we'll pull different maybe we'll use different catalogs you know it's and and you you have some statements from like Mike Morheim and Craig Metzen and, and and people like that who are you know shocked that this stuff was happening and it's like this this has been going on at at this level of intensity for a long time like the things that are alleged in this lawsuit do not get to this point if you let it, like like you don't start there right like the things that these people are getting away with you don't try that right off the bat and then see if you get away with it it's it's basically the uh, the combination of a lot of like microaggressions and and things that have been slit, let slide and lower levels of abuse that embolden these people who were taking part in this to expect that they would get away with it and that there would be no consequences and to to an extent they were right. Um, it, it's you know and and for. A current or former, uh, you know, executive in charge of Blizzard to act as though they're completely shocked means that in the best possible case, I mean, most likely they're lying, but like in the best possible case, right, um, their HR department was completely sweeping the stuff under the rug and, and protecting them by not, by not reporting it to them whatsoever. I'm not making them aware. Right. Because like for this stuff to be happening and, and you not be aware of it, like it's, you, you have to basically be taking the ostrich approach and stick and sticking your head in the sand. It, it's, it's infuriating that it's, I mean, you have a, a number of people and, and number of women and, and, you know, people, people, minorities, whatever that like, they want to be there because it's their dream job, you know? Like, they want to participate in telling these stories and creating these experiences, right? That that we all enjoy and that have meant a lot to all, to, to a number of us over the years, right? Like, I still remember going into Egghead Software at 18 years old and buying my copy of Diablo 1, which was the, the first Blizzard game that I bought. I remember playing StarCraft with my with, with my suite mates in senior year and yelling across the suite because we didn't have team speak, right? Like I, I've talked at length and I've written about how Hearthstone is not only a game that, you know, I, I love and I 
enjoy creating content for and playing at a high level, but it is something that meant a lot to me as I was going through the process of getting diagnosed with ADHD, right? And, you know, giving me something that I could prove to myself that I was good at from the jump and, you know, prove that I had skills that were skills, right? Um, and, and, and lots of people have stories like that. And, and for some people, you know, going to work for Blizzard is a dream. And it feels like the people that are in charge of the company have used that, or, or some of these people in power in, at Blizzard, not necessarily in charge of the company, but certainly some people in positions of power, have, have used and abused that fact to, um, to, get thing, to, to get people to do things that they shouldn't be doing or, or endure things that they should never have to endure. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm really being vague to not go into something where I want to put a content warning on this myself, to be fair. But, it, you know, it's, it's, and I mean, that goes even to the pay discrepancy as well. Like people will take a pay cut to work at Blizzard because they want to work at Blizzard, right? Uh, that, that's not, that's not exempt from that either, but that's like, that happens everywhere in the game industry because they the game industry just knows that there are a lot of people that want to work there. And, you know, if you don't like the terms, then somebody else will. Right. But I mean, some of these things were, you know, people who were reporting these things happening were basically told to be quiet or they'd be blacklisted. And what do you do? You know, like, like I, I'm thankfully I've never been in that position. Um, but I can only imagine what what it would be like you're at you're at your you know what you thought was your dream job and this is the cost of being there and it shouldn't ever be that way like the games that we're enjoying are not worth it and and to think of like how much talent has left right because they were not willing and rightfully so not willing to pay that price right and and, and how many women and and you know, minorities have been effectively driven out because of all because of all of this behavior and and all these bad actors who were allowed to be bad actors for whatever reason. It's infuriating. It's 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 made me not want to play Hearthstone for the past week. To be, I mean, I I was already kind of dialing back just to stave off burnout, but I'm like it's hard to even get excited about the game. Like we've had, this has been card reveal season, right? I mean, that's certainly been truncated due to this, but even then, like I, I felt really weird even discussing cards, which is, this is my favorite time of year. You know, like we're, we're like, I mean, you all know how much work I put into the card reviews and you know, I don't, I, I love the whole, you know, today we're, we're all undefeated type of feeling. Like, like, I'm, I apologize, this is all over the place, but this is just kind of like a, you know, a uh, stream of consciousness that you're getting out of me at this point. Um, I don't know how many of you know this. I used to do a fantasy football podcast like forever ago, right? Um, it was one of the, my first foray into podcasting. My, my friend Scott from college and I did it. And, and I used to love draft, you know, preparing for the draft too. It was overwhelming, but it was 
exhilarating, like looking at all the ways that, that you know, teams could shape up and, and all the th different changes that could affect things and, and trying to predict like which players were going to be better. Like it's exactly the same thing. Um, I don't play fantasy football anymore because I don't follow the NFL anymore. And, and the reason that I don't follow the NFL was for a few reasons. Um, predominantly it was, I mean, part of it was that, you know, domestic abuse was tolerated as long as there was a star player, which sounds very familiar. And, but it was also like the CTE thing re finally drove me out of being able to enjoy it because I knew that whatever enjoyment I was getting out of watching football was coming at the price of people's lives, literally. And, and that the NFL was directly profiting off of that because whatever they would say in terms of, um, you know, in terms of player safety and whatever, like at the end of the day, there's no way to play that game safely and not expose yourself to repeated head injury or, or other types of like debilitating injuries. Right. And so I kind of felt like it, it sucked the joy out of it for me. Um, because my conscience would take over. I'm not saying that's necessarily what's happening with Hearthstone. I don't know that that's happening with Hearthstone. I, I actually am still kind of figuring out if that's happening with Hearthstone. To be fair. I don't even know why I'm saying to be fair. Because it's like, whatever. It, it's, a, it's becoming like a tick that I need to scrub for myself. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but like that's kind of what I'm wrestling with. And, and I, I'm, I mean, this is a little bit different in that I don't think that the company is profiting off of this abuse the way that the NFL was profiting off of, uh, off of, you know, the, the, the bodies and, and physical health of their players. Right. Um, but it left me feeling a lot of the same ways because there's a human cost to the games that we're playing. And and that's hard to reckon with. Right? Um, but there's a flip side to that too. Which is that... The games are more than the games. And I think... I feel like we talked about this back when the Blitzstrom thing happened. Like the games are a conduit are conduit for or a rally a rallying point for the communities that grow up around them and what's been more important to me than the games themselves has been the communities that have sprung up around them and and the people that i get to the wonderful people that i get to interact with on on a daily basis i have the privilege to interact with on a daily basis um and, and i also know that you know you hear like the the people who are making the game, right? Like the it's certainly not everybody at that at the company that is involved in this, for sure. And and there are people and women in particular who who have say that they have not had that happen to them, or uh, you know you'll hear Cora say that her experience has been wonderful compared to the esports scene, the esports team. Um, that her experience has been wonderful, and and you know that the people who are they're making the games are, you know, some of the best people that you can find. And, and I believe it. Right. Um, and it's, it's a really weird position to be in because on the one hand, I know that both 
making this podcast and, and, and this community and streaming and whatever and, and giving them my money for pre-orders and giving them money for cosmetics and whatever is benefiting the company that is has no incentive to change other than the bottom line because that's how corporations work. But on the other hand, I want to support the people who are in this community and I want to support the designers that are not, to my knowledge, participating in this culture and do want to make that work and have that work be seen, right? And, and there's, no, there's no clean answer to that. And, and that's kind of where I've been finding myself struggling for the past three to four days. So that kind of brings us to the what do we do part of the conversation, right? Which is uncomfortable. And, and at the end of the day, there are really no good answers, right? Like, I, I, I honestly do think that a monetary boycott is not going to matter. Like, they, if you listen to the Coin Can See 300 episode, which you should, congratulations to them, by the way. Um, which it was under better circumstances, but, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? But, um, you know, the, what, what Ben Lee said was that Hearthstone, just Hearthstone, forget about everything else, right? Just Hearthstone, if, if you looked at the concurrent users, um, concurrent players, it would probably be number three based on, you know, compared to the, the games that are there, like Counter-Strike and something else would be above it, and that would be it. Um, so, like, a couple of thousand people stop, you know, that suddenly stop playing the game is not really going to make that much of a difference, honestly. Like, they're not going to see that. Um, but at the same time, like, the statements that have been coming out from the the Activision Blizzard executives have been shocking, shockingly disappointing, and it's it it just seems like at least from you know from the management perspective, they either don't acknowledge there's a problem or um or don't care, right? And I'm not going to try to figure out which one is which. Uh, that said. I've also seen a, a lot of the a lot of tweets from hard, the people who work at Blizzard over the past week or so, or over the past couple days, talking about you know saying things that are much more uh, you know constructive than what the management has said, and and you know pledging to support each other and and. Uh, talking about, you know, how wonderful the people are and, and, you know, it's obviously it's, you know, and, and, and that, you know, I can believe that these kinds of things would happen without a lot of people knowing, right? Like some of these things were egregious, some of them less so. Some of them were tolerated, some of them were just happening and being, and being, you know, done on the sly, right? Um, I, I do think this is going to bring a lot of awareness to this. And, and what you can see is that there are a lot of people at Blizzard who are extremely angry. They're angry that this is happening. They're angry at the responses from management. 
and it's affected their productivity. And that, that alone might move something, right? Like it's, if the, if the entire development, you know, the designers and developers have probably more sway than anybody at, at Blizzard, internal or external. And if they are upset and they are, and it's affecting their ability to work, the ones who are I mean, there, there are levels, right? Like, obviously, you know, it's still everybody's dream job, but like there are people, there are always people who are deemed indispensable. And if they're, if they're collectively angry, then that alone might affect change. But I think like Jalen Brack's got to go. Like, it's clear that he is not equipped to help fix things at, at, at a best he at best he was oblivious and more likely he was part of the problem right um and he probably needs to step down there probably need to be a lot of other vacancies that go along with him but you know that doesn't really unless that happens quickly which is probably not going to then that kind of still leaves I'm just going to speak for myself. I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to tell anybody how to, how to feel about this. Right. Um, because this has got to be a personal decision and I don't think there's a wrong answer or a right answer. Like if, if you were to look at this and say, I don't feel comfortable playing Hearthstone anymore or any Blizzard games and I'm done, I, I would respect that hundred percent. If you looked at this and said, there's nothing I can do. I'm just going to keep on keeping on. And, and use my money to support the developers who I know are doing good work. And someone like Liv or Cora, you know, or, or, you know, any of the other women who are on the team that are, you know, are staying there and are doing the work that they want to do. And I want to support them and allow them to keep doing that. Like, that's also a valid argument, right? And, and I don't think there's any, there are any wrong answers here. But I, I, I don't feel like I can just ignore what's happening right um this is it's disgusting and I've been spending a lot of the last couple days just even trying to figure out like am I in part enabling this behavior by continuing to give Blizzard money I I don't I don't think that's the case and I I think that I can you, you don't really control you don't ever control where your money goes right um, I would like to think that my money that I'm giving to them is is going to enable the good that's happening at Blizzard as opposed to enabling the bad. But, you know, you, you kind of lose control of it once you give your money over. Um, but I also want to... I, I, I don't think that it's necessarily the right answer to just walk away. Right? Because there will be other content creators right? There will be other streamers. And I'm, I'm a small voice. Let's be clear. I am not, I'm not Tice. I'm not, um, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm streaming struggling to think of like who else, you know, I'm not, I'm not Kibler. Like I'm no one like that. Right. I, I have like, you know, a, a small, and I'm appreciate everyone who listens and everyone who comes to the stream, by the way. But you know, I've got, you know, maybe 20 average viewers on Twitch there are several hundred people listen to this at listen to this podcast. Um, we're, I'm, I'm a drop in the bucket, right? So like I could leave and, um, 
and then another contract creator who's completely oblivious could will take their place or I could stay and continue to provide a safe space and, and, a, and a welcoming space for people who want to continue to engage with this game because um, I do think that this is a very welcoming community I love this community at least our, our, our little part of it that we've carved out for ourselves I know that there are disgusting parts of the Hearthstone community, just like we're part, disgusting parts of any any gaming community. But I feel like the communities that I'm a part of are, are really welcoming and, and wonderful, and it, you know they they revolve around the game. So I think this is how I'm gonna. I'm okay. So I've talked a lot. I'm not ending the show. I'm not. I'm not ending the stream. I'm not. You know, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. I think I am going to. I am going to pass on the pre-order this time around because I feel like there needs. I need to send some sort of a message. I, I procrastinated on pre-ordering, so I don't need to go through cancellation or whatever. And and I feel like and and I'll be honest. I'm. You know, like the last time that we talked about this was the Blitz Chunk thing, and the answer was, well, you could donate to an org that you know was, uh, you know working towards making good in that, in that area. And it's like, I get that, but also like, I don't, not that I don't want to make that donation. I may make it instead, but like we shouldn't, I shouldn't have to be carbon offsetting every single one of my car purchases for a different reason. Cause this is the second like major thing, you know, before a, a release. And, and I'm I, like, there needs to be significant change at Blizzard. Um, I know that's not going to happen quickly, and I'm willing to be here and be critical of the company when they aren't behaving badly, or when they're not held up to the standards that they they say they want to be held to. Like, uh, you know, Blizzard has in its core values, every voice matters. That is objectively not the case based on this lawsuit. And I think that there needs to be, I think that the ideals that they hold in their core values are good if they actually live up to them. And right now they're not. So I'm going to, I'm going to pass on the, on the pre-order. I still can get enough cards to probably be able to play whatever I want. I mean, it's not going to hurt me that much, but I think that at least like I was good for $80 plus the tavern pass every time around. And um, you know, I'm not, I, I, I don't feel a need to give them that hundred dollars. You know, I think that there needs to be at least some sort of a message. I know it's not going to matter much, right? Again, I'm a drop in the bucket. What's a hundred dollars compared to however much they're making. But I think that, you know, it, it might be the kind of thing that if they see a drop that maybe there'll be some sort of a monetary, cause that's all these, that's all these companies understand. Um, but I, I do, I do want to be here for the community and making a place that's welcoming and available for those of you who can, who can want to continue to stay in it. And, and if you decide that this is it for Hearthstone for you, completely understood, right? I think that that's a valid response. And, um, and, and I will not, I'm not going to lie and say that I wasn't seriously considering it. I think there is more good in this community and that this game that, and with the, and ultimately with the company, then, then there is bad, but that bad needs to be addressed and there need to be some sort of consequences for it. 
So anyway, I'm happy to discuss this. I've got a current events channel in the Discord at discord.offcurve.com um, where you're you're welcome to discuss this. I'm happy to talk about it. Um, and, you know, I'll have some links in the show notes at offcurve.com for, you know, further reading. If you're just finding out about this now, like that, to educate yourself on, on what's happening. Um, and you can follow the, the show's Twitter account at offcurve for announcements when new episodes go live. You can follow me on Twitter at wickedgood. Um, I'm streaming, you know, pr- I, I would say my streaming schedule should resume. Uh, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern, Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. May stream a little less Hearthstone over the next week or so, but we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, but that's twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm. And, um, yeah. So, more than ever right now, be good to each other. And uh, we'll talk soon. Have a good one.